1: Well, good morning, Danville and East Central Illinois, West Central Indiana. It's show 100. And it's snowing. It's snowing. It's
2: snowing on show 100. We haven't had much snow, you know? I kind of wish we would get one Uh, good one. It was kind of neat. I was out walking this morning. All of a sudden, it just
1: kind of started... Lightly snowing and uh, I'm enjoying it. But it's Steph, yeah. 100 shows!
2: Congratulations, Greg! Well, it's you not started just a good Greg, thing. It's
1: it's good stuff. But we're coming up on our uh, anniversary uh, of two years right? of Direct Line. Right? Yeah, we started uh, in early March 2020. Who knew right? that that was the month our world and life was going to change forever yeah, right? in such a crazy kind of way? But I thought, how can we celebrate 100 shows? <laughs> and the two guys Aww. that came to mind were our friends, My Else Clark and Chris Lawler, you guys have been with us multiple times mm-hmm. during these 100 shows. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Direct Line. And Chris, you know, your wife was on last week. Mm-hmm. You're on this week. Yeah. You know, which daughter's on next week? Do we know?
3: We've just got one, and she she wanted a little Lord of the Rings talk next week. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go.
1: But, yeah, we're so thankful that you're joining us today. And I want to just dive in with a really serious topic to begin show 100. (laughs) Was last weekend the best weekend of NFL playoff football ever? Absolutely. I think so. Absolutely. I mean, four (laughs) unbelievably close games. I think they were all decided at the very end. Right. Three of the four visiting teams won. One. Mm-hmm. Um yeah Chris what would you take from last weekend on the NFL uh, turf
3: Yeah when the Bears can't be in it and they never are seeing yes. <laughs> seeing Brady and Rodgers lose in the same day yeah. same weekend there's yeah. nothing like it Yeah, You nothing know I like went it.
1: to bed early Saturday night uh san francisco just couldn't catch green bay and yeah. they went for it like fourth and one yep. it didn't come yep. close and i thought i'm gonna go to bed i don't want to watch any more of this and i woke <laughs> up at 4 45 <laughs> to a san francisco victory
3: absolutely it's so a good I might, day
1: yeah absolutely miles yeah. football oh, what do you think man uh
4: absolutely loved it i couldn't i uh, couldn't get away from yeah you know, in fact i mean i, I was so impressed i I really was disappointed to see some of the games come to an end. Get yeah. mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. them to end? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Steph, now, a lot of people probably don't know this about you, but you love football. I do. I
2: You don't love really football. have a team. Not really.
1: You I just, love football. Yeah? Oh, right. I.
2: You know, I loved that they were such close games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um... No, I lost my train of thought. I was going yeah. to say something, but well, I forgot don't have a team. T- t- well, yeah. Blowouts, no. Well, Tom Brady. Oh, well, I know what I was going to yeah. say. I yeah. think that it, probably any one of those games might be better than the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, that's right. the beer. Sometimes right? you, you're disappointed on it's Super a stinker, Bowl. Yeah. It's real yeah. yeah, so yeah. I think yeah. any one of those games could have. We well, you
1: know, Tom Brady, um, 44 <laughs> years old. He yeah. was older, he is older than any of the three remaining teams in the NFC going into la- mm-hmm. their coaches, the coaches right? going into the, right. the yeah. games last right. weekend, and he received for the first time in his career an unsportsmanlike penalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, what do you make of that, Stephanie? He I mean, he's kind of your guy, though. You like him, right?
2: No, no, I did not, not like right? him when he was on the Patriots, but okay. I like him better on the Buccaneers. Okay, but... now why is that? I, I like I kind of like who I like because of the coaches. I did not okay. like I don't like the Patriots coach. You're not so. a Belichick guy. No. Yeah.
1: So, okay. So know. here's the important question. There's four teams left. Mm-hmm. Are you cheering uh-huh. for any of the four? Yeah. Who are you cheering for, Steph? The Chiefs. The Chiefs, I'm okay. A Patrick Mahomes. Okay.
4: Miles, do you care? Uh not really. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I mean, I just actually I just want it to be a good yeah. competitive yeah. game. Yeah. 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 But but I think the Chiefs might be. Yeah. I've, I've kind of always. Kid. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. He's yeah. unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. Chris, well, what do you think,
3: man? Well, uh, my, my brother-in-law, his family, all that, his kid, they're huge Bengals uh, right now. And so okay. I'm, I'm going Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I
1: think the Cincinnati story is really a cool one. Yeah. You know, and I, I have a lot of people that have uh, ended up moving to the Cincinnati area. They had not won a playoff game like in over 30 years yeah. or something yeah. along those lines. and. Just Is there there a quarterback, a rookie, or second year? I mean, just uh, really tough. Yeah, Yeah, just I've really enjoyed it. But looking forward to the games this weekend. But I thought it was just a great weekend. Mm -hmm. And, Steph, you and I were at church for a really Mm -hmm. great event Sunday night. Kenna led the the parent-child dedication. And we might have been in the back kind of (laughs) watching the end of uh, (laughs) Tampa (laughs) and L.A. But it was good stuff. But, hey, Sunday was also the sanctity Mm -hmm. of human life Mm -hmm. Sunday. And I want to talk a little bit about that. In 1984, President Ronald Reagan at the time declared that there would be a Sunday in January where he challenged Americans to really remember and honor and fight for the sanctity of human life And many churches— have kind of made that an annual priority i want to kind of pick your guys brain about that Uh, i know there are some that would say man that's just too divisive Uh, Mm. you have people that aren't going to like that they're going to be frustrated by that what do we think about the concept of a sanctity of human life sunday chris i'll start with you
3: yeah, um, I, I think that the scripture speaks to just really every area of our life. And if we're to, to shy away from any of those because they're deemed political, then I think we've done a, a really big disservice. Mm-hmm. And many times when Christians start to to maybe drift away from a biblical worldview, it's because we maybe haven't talked about those. And I think for us, it's we, we approach it from a—we uh, did not do a, a specific Sunday this year, but in my ministry, I've I've always made sure during the year to to do something, yeah. Uh, and then and throughout yeah. the year, we talk yeah. about it as well. But but we're not anti this. We're not anti woman. We're not anti good health care. We're not anti any of those things. Right. We are simply pro mm-hmm. baby lives. Right. I mean, right. and so and then we try to root that in in a biblical perspective, and so. Yeah. I don't think we've ever really. I've not had a ton of pushback over the years for that, yeah. Because I think we've tried to approach it from what's God's heart on this, not the politics, but on on the child, on right. the right. on the view of life, right. and then go from there. Right, yeah, Miles. What do you think, man?
4: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, I uh, I was thinking this. What we traditionally do at Crossroads is we use that Sunday for our baby dedication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the, you know, just and, and that's yeah. in a way, that's the way we highlight right you know, the the sanctity of human yeah. life. And yeah. and and so but we have we have been rather pointed in the past yeah. uh on yeah. occasion with yeah. uh with making the Sunday more about that subject matter. Right. Right. And uh, and I completely agree with Chris that I think uh when we when we fail to talk about issues like yeah. such such as that, um, then then we do a, a tremendous disservice to uh, our congregations mm-hmm. and, and we kind of leave them uh, based in their opinion mm-hmm. yeah. or their experiences right. or whatever it might be. So I think to, in order to offer direction, yeah. uh, it's an important uh, focus. Yeah.
1: Steph, you put the service together at Second Church. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your thought on the sanctity of human life reality, you know, as we experience it at Second Church? I mean, do you see that as something that is potentially going to push people away or divide people? Or do you see it more as something that is important from a calling standpoint? What would you say about the day?
2: I hope that that it doesn't push people away. And I hope that it helps us remember in a culture that— is just so flippant about life and not right. just on the issue of abortion mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. flippant about the elderly or right. yeah. uh, mm-hmm. people who have special needs yeah. um, the family mm-hmm. Right. I mm-hmm. mean culture becomes they don't put an emphasis on it and so I think the church needs to mm-hmm. keep putting the emphasis on it to remind yeah. us especially our young people yeah. Yeah. Um, that are so influenced by you know television and yeah. social media and mm-hmm. it's important yeah. uh, that baby's mm-hmm. life Yes. I think there's there's a reason we use the word sanctity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's precious and valuable. And yeah. so yeah. I think we should always continue to remind yeah. our congregations. Yeah. Do you all know the name
1: Raphael Warnock? He is a senator mm-hmm. from the state of Georgia. He's also a preacher. He's an ordained mm. minister, and he ministers at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church in Atlanta. Mm. That's a very famous church because that's where Martin Luther right. King Jr. Right. was a uh, senior minister for many years in the 1960s. Mm. But um, he has run on the platform of an unashamed Mm pro-choice pastor Mm -hmm. and has really found quite a following in a lot of ways with that and Ben Watson Benjamin Mm -hmm. Watson Super Bowl champion with the New England Patriots but still a good
3: guy Yeah, Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) he produced that movie The Divided Hearts of America about a year ago that uh, we brought to Danville and many people were able to see but he's really pushed back on that and um, you know he is an African-American role model I would say Mm -hmm. in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways and he's basically saying that's a very dangerous path Mm -hmm. for someone of influence both politically and in the pulpit to travel um it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds how that plays out and Mm -hmm. what happens with that and and yet i sense that's more of a reality in our world today than any time that i can remember people that are saying even preachers Even Bible college professors, they're saying, well, personally, this is where I'm at, but I don't feel like it's my place to throw down for all of my parishioners or for all of my students or for all of the the college. What do you think about
3: that? I would say first as a preacher um, I'll bet there are i bet there are a lot of other things he tells his, his congregation here's I'm gonna throw down on this right, I, right. So I'll bet that he's willing to do that on other things Greg Kokel has a great quote um, about abortion I think it speaks to this he said if the unborn is a human person yeah. no justification for abortion is adequate right mm-hmm. and I think if that is an image bearer of God yeah. then then there can be no uh, ambiguity on it.
1: And when you say image bearer of God, I think that's the key concept that's yeah, out there. We yeah. call it the imago Dei. Mm-hmm. That comes from the Book of Genesis, mm-hmm. from the very mm-hmm. first uh, book in the chapter, the creation narrative, that's um, right. where, where basically we're created in the image of God. You know, right. male and female, He created us. So, Miles, Steph, any thoughts along those lines? Uh,
4: yeah. I actually, I, I love the the pushback that Watson is yeah. is yeah. bringing to him. Um, because uh, that's one of the, the issues that I have with the senator is uh-huh. that um, he doesn't – it's like he, he's he been allowed to just simply express right. his personal mm-hmm. thoughts, his opinion, and he's not being held to right. a standard, right. a biblical standard. Right. And I love that
1: Watson is, yeah. is yeah. actually yeah. – doing that Steph, anything all right Mm-mm. that's good well hey we're gonna go to break when we come back i want to talk about some of the things that are happening in the world of politics and a very uh, interesting couple weeks for our president joe biden you're listening to direct line it's show number 100 greg and steph along with chris lawler and miles clark will be right back after this
2: with a name like Hall of Fame.
5: It's gonna be great! Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401 k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring.
0: This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at McHire.com or stop by any of our locations.
2: Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Hear now from Executive Director Bethany Hager.
6: For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermilion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Craig and Steph with Chris Lawler and Miles Clark. It's show 100, January 27. We're so thankful that you're joining us. And I got to tell you all something that happened to me Monday. I ran over, Stephanie, to your hometown. That's right. where I get my hair cut. Right. And I got my hair cut, and I needed to get back for a meeting. Mm-hmm. And I noticed how cheap gasoline was yep. in the state of Indiana. Yep. And I, I always get it in Casey's uh-huh. when I'm in Covington, but two of the pumps were out of order right. and two of the pumps had cars mm. and there were people waiting. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to go down because I remembered you used to own a filling station yes. and I pull into what I thought was your former filling station right. and I get out and all of a sudden a man is charging <laughs> at me. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And he's like, do you want to fill up? And I said, well, wh- what are you talking about? He goes, we pump the gas here. Right. Yeah. And I said, well, what do I do? He goes, you get in your car. <laughs> and so for the first time in probably 30
7: yeah. years,
1: I had the full mm. service gas yeah. experience. Now, in full disclosure, it cost me 10 cents more mm-hmm. a gallon. Mm-hmm but it was worth the dollar 20 or dollar mm. 30 extra to sit in my car, I've heated yeah. seats, it was very cold that day. Yeah. And so I had no idea there was full service
2: gasoline yeah.
1: around. Steph, what do you say about that?
2: Well, so that was our major competitor because my <laughs> husband and I owned Riley's Market, which you thought right. you were at Riley's I Market. I thought I was at Riley's. And so for 10, you know 11 years, that was our nemesis. Mm. Yes. And, you know, we were, we had to compete against that, but we had a convenience store. So, you don't really make your money on gas to be okay. quite honest. When you own a convenience store, really? You make your money on the inside stuff. Yep. So, I did
1: not know that.
2: Yeah, we always match their price or whatever. But um, So you're yeah.
1: saying like gas is like break even for most owners? Yes. Yeah. Wow.
2: You don't make much money on gasoline. Okay. So. But they all, they have a, um, you know, part of their company there is they deliver gas to homes. So mm. that's where they make their money. Oh, wow. Now They have new owners. I'm not sure if the new owners do that still. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, they were our competitors. And I could never bring myself to buy gas there, obviously, wow. when I owned the gas station next door. But yeah. uh, my mother goes there now and she gets her gas. Gas there, Guys, I still have, can't do it. Have but. you
1: all had full-service gas experience? Oh, well, there
3: one time.
4: Okay, I stopped in there.
3: Yeah, Chris. Have you um, ever had it? No, you're I. You're younger my, than us. My <laughs> first job, though, uh, was cleaning a gas station, and some and they were full service. So sometimes wow. I got stuck doing that. So yeah. well, I've never I think, received said service. So I
1: want to throw this tip for
3: Danville uh-huh.
1: um, business
3: owners. Uh-huh. I think
1: that would be a yeah. great service, even if you have to pay more. I'm telling you, on days like today,
2: mm-hmm. I'll pay ten cents yeah. more if
1: you're going to pump it. For or me. just so, come over
2: the line. I mean, Covington I is a nice oh, little town. Yeah, There's yeah. lots of shopping downtown. Mm-hmm. I'm making the plug for my yeah. go Hoosiers. Also. But yeah. I just gotta
1: tell you, I thought, yeah. you know, it is just a great mm-hmm. service that's out
2: there if you want it.
1: Mm-hmm. And who knew that it was happening little Covington in the year twenty twenty two. Now I have had full service gasoline experiences, but usually it's when I'm in places like Ivory Coast mm-hmm. where they don't let you go near, you know, the gasoline, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but you're yeah. paying a little more than, you know, two twenty <laughs> yeah. a right. gallon or whatever, right. three twenty a gallon, right. so it may be. Well, hey, on a more serious note, um, Times are tough for mm. politicians, mm-hmm. okay? And so this week, uh, our president, President Joe Biden, was caught on a hot mic, mm-hmm. and a uh, reporter asked him a question, and I would say a, a very fair question. You know, is inflation going to hurt you and the Democrats in the midterms? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had kind of a sarcastic answer, which I've been known to be sarcastic <laughs> from time to time, but then he replied, what a stupid Sob, mm-hmm. and so this is a family-friendly show, so I won't nice. spell that out, but I'm sure you realize it. And it became—I mean, it's in the official White House mm-hmm, transcript. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, you you type transcripts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's right mm-hmm. there, and it really became kind of the news story on Monday afternoon. Well, he mm-hmm. called the reporter that night, and his message to him was, "Hey, understand, it's nothing personal. Okay, <laughs> um, I don't think there was that. I'm sorry, <laughs> along the lines, but that's the no. question that I have." Why are high-powered, influential leaders of both Mm -hmm. parties—this isn't one party. Mm -hmm. I mean, our our former president Mm -hmm. didn't do a lot of apologizing. Mm -hmm. Why, when they stick their their foot in it, why do they not take time to say, hey, I'm sorry, you know? And, and, you know, two weeks ago, he basically, as he was rallying people for this voting rights legislation, Mm -hmm. he said, if you're with me, you're with Dr. King. Mm-hmm. If you're against me, you know you're yeah, with Joe you know Wallace. George yeah, Wallace mm-hmm. or uh, the, the sheriff Bull Connor. You know if you're with me, you're with Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. If you're not with me, you're with Jefferson yeah. Davis. And he was universally condemned. I mean, mm-hmm. even some in his own party, Dick Durbin, mm-hmm. who you know is not a conservative nope. at all, said he went too far. And when he was given the chance to clarify, he doubled down. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. think our former president that was kind of sure. pattern mm-hmm. behavior. Why do more people not just say? I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Let's move on, Miles. What do you think? I, I
4: believe that they believe it to be a sign of weakness, mm-hmm. um, and and so they they absolutely uh, refuse to back away from the statement. And and I I also think it's just simply because. Uh, <laughs> this is my personal thought yeah, yeah but there's just not a whole lot of humility yeah, in there yeah. and they don't view uh their statements as being uh wrong okay uh, and okay. and so um uh, I, I think think it's a lack of vulnerability i okay. think it's uh just a lack of uh responsibility as well yeah. Yeah. and and especially the fear that they yeah. uh, that they're going to look
3: as though they're no, we maybe. Weak, yeah, weak. wishy-washy okay. in there. Wow. You know what yep. I
1: mean? Chris, what do you think,
3: man? I read something yesterday, and I don't know. I don't think this is an official phrase, but uh, yeah. Dallas Jenkins, uh, he's the guy behind The Chosen yeah. and all that. Yeah. But he, he called it binar- the, the binary syndrome, is that we have this built-in, and it's not just our leaders. It comes from the leaders down. And I think the populace up yeah. is you must agree with everything I say. Yeah. Uh, or you're out. Yeah, and so I think there's a sense in in this world that is, uh, again, it's binary. Yeah, here's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, you you buy it or you don't, and yeah. there could be no middle ground. Yeah, and I think an apology or or humility makes it feel like, boy, I, I you know, we're in agreement on something. We can't right. have that. There has to be a, you know, you're in or you're out. Right. Steph, yeah. what do you think? An apology. I mean, that's not hard, is it?
2: Well, apparently it,
8: <laughs>
2: apparently, it is. I mean, I don't think a phone call to say, "Oh, no, it was nothing personal." Yeah. I mean, um, but I why make you, the phone call? It, I think
1: I mean, it. I think it's good that he called them, but I think he only went so far. Mm-hmm. And I think to say it's and, and let's just say this: the reporter, his name is Peter Ducey. I think he's handled it incredibly well. Right. You know, right. he basically said, "No one owes me an apology. I'm doing my mm-hmm. job. He's doing his job. It is what it is." Quite
2: honestly, maybe he didn't even remember that he said it.
1: Oh, (laughs) I think he'll remember remember for a very, very long time. But, you know, I think of David, King David, in in the Old Testament, the man after God's Mm -hmm. own heart. Uh, You know, he committed about uh, as grievous Mm -hmm. sins as you can commit, you know, adultery Mm -hmm. and deception and murder. Mm -hmm. And Nathan the prophet confronts him. And I don't know if you remember David's reaction. He's the most powerful man in the world at this time. Mm -hmm. Israel's at its peak. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he said, I've sinned. Mm -hmm. And he still had multiple consequences that he would taste Mm -hmm. for a very long time, but I think one of the things that moved the Lord uh, as I read it, was his humility yeah. and saying, yeah. oh, I messed
8: up. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, forgive me.
1: But right. I think people you know?
2: give, like, the media gives them passes and yeah. lets mm-hmm. yeah. them off. There yeah. aren't really consequences. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, does he really care what we think here in Danville I, probably and why on the show? Probably, probably not. not.
1: Although, you know, who knows if they're listening at the White House to Direct Line Danville, show number one. <laughs> but they should. You know, they should, <laughs> they should. absolutely. Yeah. But I just think that's something we as church leaders need to promote mm-hmm. the power of humility, mm-hmm. the power. Of, and not. when we mess up we need to model it to be able to say hey i said this last week i misspoke i'm sorry please forgive me wait we need to go to break when we come back i've got more exciting things planned for us including offering condolences to a couple people one i know one i don't you're listening to direct line we'll be right back after this
5: pc
0: robinson chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care robinson chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion plus regular alignments just make you feel better come get acquainted today robinson chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and poland road in danville also in Hoopston, westville and watsika make an appointment today at robchiro.com that's r-o-b-c-h-i-r-o.com
5: looking for a job that offers flexible hours competitive pay 401k options and a few extra perks this is deanna witzel from the witzel family mcdonald's and we are hiring
0: this is rob witzel area supervisor we are hiring managers custodians and crew members at all locations in covington danville oakwood Hoopston, and georgetown Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to
7: $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490
1: WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line, Man, it's show 100. What what a great time we're having in studio. Steph and Greg, along with Chris and Miles. And I need to offer an apology. Mm. I
8: guess so. You know, I just heard
1: from one of our sponsors that said they're going to have to pull sponsorship over my Green Bay joy. The joy yeah. in a Green Bay loss. So, um, you know, I was wrong to say that on the air. How's that? <laughs> there you go.
2: That's, kind of, that's a, kind of an apology example. like kind of, we have yeah. from our politicians. Do right? you mean being happy? Um
1: it? well I said it on the air, so there you <laughs> go. There you go. It's nothing personal. Nothing, How's there that? you go. There How's you that? go. How's that? Well, personal. hey, <laughs> um, condolences to a couple people. Mm-hmm. One that I know, Ruby Meeker, oh. the oldest living member at Second Church of Christ, hundred and seven mm. years old, wow. uh, passed away mm. and, and her funeral is gonna be tomorrow. I got to visit Ruby right after I started just an unbelievably sweet woman i think she was 104 at the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and she was telling me about when she used to play the piano mm-hmm. for our church like 50 years ago mm-hmm. 60 years ago and it was hilarious in the <laughs> middle of the conversation she's telling the story and she just stops and says i need to sleep now thank you yeah. for coming and seeing me and she did and uh, we said oh, a quick prayer awesome. but um, mm-hmm. just condolences to her family but man 107 mm-hmm. you know oh, what, what do you
2: think about that I, I'm I not even halfway no. there yet. I know. I mean, I know, I, I don't know how I feel now. Yeah, I can't I know. even imagine.
1: Do you ever think about what the ideal age would be, hmm. or is that too cryptic? Oh, wow. hmm. You know, I, I don't know hmm. that I see a hundred as something <laughs> ideal. That no. Is ideal. You know, I, not the way. I'm know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, agree. yeah. Well, yeah. since we yeah. discussed my, <laughs> yeah. you're the old guy in here. I, what do you think, Miles? I, I just...
4: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to see a hundred. Yeah,
1: yeah. So. I'm with your brother. I'm with you. <laughs>
2: Think though about the things that she saw in her oh, lifetime, absolutely. and you know, yeah. just the endurance that yeah. she had. And wow. yeah, I don't
1: have her obituary in front of me, but that means she would have been born around 1917. Mm. No, no, 19. Is that right? No, 1915. If I'm doing my math right, she's 107. Right. I mean, that's before the Spanish flu epidemic. Wow. Think about that. Yeah. You know, we've talked about that mm-hmm. and just to be a part of that. that I was just going to say that it,
4: if there was a time to live that kind of age, a time period, Then she lived that time period yeah, because of just the advancements Mm -hmm. and everything that she Mm -hmm. was able to to see. Mm -hmm. But, you know,
1: the cool thing uh, at 104 or 105 when I visited with her, the one thing she wanted with me to say a prayer with her. You know, Mm -hmm. I just think it's cool that Mm -hmm. literally to the very end, Mm -hmm. her faith made Mm -hmm. such a huge impact in her life. Hey, also condolences to actor Peter Robbins. Do you know that name? I did not know who this was. Steph, reveal for us Mm -hmm. who was actor Peter Robbins. He was
2: the voice of Charlie Brown. Yeah.
1: Ah, And you know, the the Charlie Brown Christmas special, Mm -hmm. we talked about that around Christmas time, almost didn't make it on the air. Mm. CBS said it's too religious. We don't want to hear about Babylon. We don't want to hear about all this that's (laughs) taking place. And they went ahead and ran it anyway. And it was such a hit. It led to like 50 Charlie Brown Mm. television specials. Mm. And uh, Peter Robbins uh, Mm. died this week. what, what was he in his mid-60s, I, I want to say, something back. along those lines. Yeah, but, yeah I think um, he was born in yeah. Yeah. Were you guys fans of Charlie Brown yeah. television shows? I love sure. him. Sure. Absolutely <laughs> love him. Well, hey, let's flip the page and talk a little bit about the Supreme Court. There was some Supreme Court news that launched yesterday. Justice Stephen Breyer um, – he didn't really announce it. Others announced it on his behalf <laughs> that he's going to retire, and he was not pleased that the word <laughs> leaked. But, you know, there's been a push since this time last year that Breyer needs to retire <laughs> so a Democratic president and a Democratic Congress can nominate mm-hmm. the next Supreme Court justice. Still very much... Um, oodles of frustration Mm. from how the last couple years of the Trump Mm -hmm. administration unfolded, especially with Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing away and Amy Coney Barrett being confirmed. Mm -hmm. And so uh, President Biden, before he was President Biden, he was candidate Biden two years ago, said that if he was in this position, he would nominate an African-American woman to the bench. And he's going to, it appears... So have that opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think it's really poor form that this leaked before Justice Breyer had the opportunity to speak about that. Mm -hmm. Why why do we do things like that? Why why does that happen? Because
2: we like to be the first one to tell (laughs) it. But isn't it just really (laughs) disrespectful? Is he really ready to retire, do you think? Or is this a push that – I mean, is he –
1: I mean, that's
2: the question that's out there
1: is, you know, is he
4: or not. Well, that was the report this morning that that he gave or that the news gave was that – He's retiring on his terms Mm Okay. Okay, okay, okay. When they announced it, you know, within the last year or so, that he was feeling forced. Okay. But now he's at the point, at least the the headline that I Mm -hmm. saw today was that he was uh, at a point where he's... um, this Finally shows you how much I don't know about it. I,
2: yeah. thought you, I thought you were on for life. I didn't realize that you, you are. did retire. Yeah. But you can retire. Right. I didn't realize right. that, right. but I looked it up. And, and many it.
1: justices choose to yeah. retire.
2: And he's 83. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, we're talking about how long do you want to live. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not sure I'm going to see right. 83. Well, Pelosi,
2: I, isn't she going for another term? And she's yeah. 81, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, but yeah. I'm saying at
1: 83, I don't want to be doing yeah. you know, something <laughs> of that significant. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be right. fishing and yeah. you know, hanging out with grandkids and, you know, Hiking, whatever it may yep. be mm-hmm. at that point. So I think it makes a lot of sense. But I, I just really hope he's doing it because he wants to do it mm-hmm. and not because the political noise is getting the best of him. Now, Steph, mm-hmm. you may not remember this, but last summer we talked about the case of a football coach in Washington right. State yeah, that remember. was mm-hmm. fired. Mm-hmm. you yeah. remember why he was fired? For
2: praying on the field after the game.
1: That's right. And his school said, don't do it anymore. Right. And he, he said, I, I have the right to do it. And he right. did it. And they fired him. Right. And mm-hmm. he sued and lost lost mm-hmm. and it went to the washington state supreme mm-hmm. court and he lost mm-hmm. they said they absolutely have the right to do it well the united states supreme court has taken up his case mm-hmm. it's coach uh coach kennedy mm-hmm. is his name mm-hmm. uh so here's the question should a coach be able to do that what do you think
3: i think in general yes i i think you know freedom should extend you know to something as simple as that i think you know on the other side is you know a His employers have the capacity to say we want you to do this or or not do that, but I think it's overreach. I feel, yeah, and and certainly should not have been fired. Mm -hmm. in in my assessment. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Miles, yeah, I, uh,
4: from the report uh, that or the article that I read, you know, he he wasn't making anyone else participate. Right, Uh, he was simply some people are claiming
2: that
1: he. Some did. people
2: are claiming that they're saying they're inferring
1: be. that inferring he them. wasn't but that in reality those that There's participated pressure. were being rewarded. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's never been okay. quantified. There's never yeah. been documented. Yeah. 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 But the fact that he just,
4: you know, that he willfully went to this mm-hmm. the middle of the field yeah. and bowed his knee yeah. and mm-hmm. and prayed. Yeah. Um I agree. I, I think it's it's just uh overreach. Yep. Yeah. Um, of authority and yeah. so Steph
2: well i think in the article that you um, are linking it talks about the fact that you know they they the people who are oppone- opposing this he should not be you know influencing kids uh, right. uh, through through religion but it, they're saying at the same time they're saying to kids who are th- that age, you just be free about mm, LGBTQ yeah, yeah. issues and right. be open to that. Right. So why can't we say be right. open to right. your coach who wants to pray? Right. If you're go- if you're gonna ha- have to be open to these other liberal issues, mm, yeah. uh, they yeah. should there should be a balance there. Some I mice, absolutely yeah. think he should be able to pray yeah. on his own. Wherever he wants to. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So my son played high school basketball, played varsity high school mm-hmm. basketball all four years in high school. Tiny little Mount Pulaski High School. That's right. Chris, you used to do ministry yeah. in Mount Pulaski. Yeah. And their coach, Coach Dybert, came to me and said, I want <laughs> to start something new. I want you to pray before every game in the locker room. Mm. And I said, well, I'm good with it. But I said, are you sure mm-hmm. you want to do it? Because mm. I, I know at least one family, they're not going to mm-hmm. be excited about mm-hmm. it when they hear about it. He said, well, I, I don't want to broadcast it, mm-hmm. you know, mm. but and I'm not going to make any player that doesn't want to be there sure. be a part of it but they would do kind of their pregame yep. Yep. you know last mm-hmm. couple points and then i would say the prayer and you know it was on three one two three toppers and out mm-hmm. they would run mm-hmm. and i did that for four years and there was never an issue along the line mm-hmm. but i'm guessing that's probably not allowed in many a school district along the way yeah. we, you know when i coached uh football at uh, bismarck high school um
4: we prayed mm-hmm. uh, before every uh, every game yeah and do you ever uh, have pushback no. Yeah. 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 Not really. Yeah. yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me, you know, in today's, mm-hmm. that was several, I mean, that's been several years ago, so yeah. uh, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me in today's society that, the uh, mm-hmm. The pushback would be
1: present.
2: Well, I wonder how much money this guy's had to spend on. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was six years ago. That's yeah. the yeah, thing a lot of people don't realize. This ongoing. didn't happen last fall. Right.
1: And the Supreme Court in 2019 refused to take right. the case. Right. But you have a different Supreme Court today. Right. You have a more conservative right. Supreme Court today. Right. And, and I'm glad they're taking the mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. And I hope, um, you know, he wins this case personally. Mm-hmm. That would be Agreed. my take along those lines. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you think of a minor incursion, what comes to <laughs> mind? <laughs> Steph, when you like think someone of my barging minor into my office, in Persia, okay, okay. <laughs> uninvited. So you know our world's a mess yeah, and um sure. you know the mm-hmm. two uh, nations mm-hmm. that probably are most Troubling in the minds of many mm-hmm. Americans are China mm-hmm. and Russia, mm-hmm. and China is threatening Taiwan, mm-hmm. and Russia, you know, has a hundred thousand troops on their border with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And our president last week said, you know, we're not going to put up with any shenanigans from Russia. And he said, now maybe a minor incursion mm-hmm. wouldn't, you know, cause huge issues mm-hmm. per se. Well, it must, it must mean nothing personal. Oh. <laughs> so. But, but here's the question: what, what do we make of our world today? It's you know. A
2: yeah, it's frightening.
1: And, and, you know, I do find it interesting. And again, I, I I abhor the idea that Russia would invade Ukraine or China would mm-hmm. invade Taiwan. But I do find it interesting that that border is really uh, a border of concern for many. Mm-hmm. And our border is not necessarily a concern mm-hmm. for many. It, it's interesting to see where that goes. But mm-hmm. what do you see happening in 2022? I mean, is this much to do about nothing or do you think we literally are going to move from the COVID worry and fear into international worry and fear as it pertains to Russia and China and a world at large? What do you think, Chris?
3: I think I think any time, again, we were talking about pride and hubris and, and all of that. Um, I mean, these are still people. Yeah. I mean, they're nations, and yes, they're big, yeah. but they're still people uh, with a lot of pride, uh, national pride, all of those things. And so I do think there's concern. Uh, I'm not nearly educated enough to know all the dynamics, but I, I think it is something we need to be aware of, be praying about and yeah. and it's it is concerning because there seems to be no unifying person or group that can say, "Hey, let's let's find a way to find commonality here." It down. it's 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 yeah. doubling down, tripling down, and yeah. that's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What
1: do yeah. you think, Miles?
3: I I don't have a whole lot of thought
4: on the yeah. on the yeah. issue just um, I mean, should we be concerned? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. and and what Chris, you know, shared is, is so true that um, what we sometimes forget when we look at governments is that um, they're dealing with very, they're dealing with very real people. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. and their well-being or their, mm-hmm. the threats that come. And, and I think that's the part that, you know, that. I, th- I think about and, and would focus on that our prayers should be, you know, with those, those yeah. areas and, and not so much the, the, the mindset of a government, but, uh, uh just the well-being of the people.
1: Well, you so. you hit it on the head. Prayer is one thing we can all do. Mm-hmm. You know, Steph, you and I are just starting rooted with right. several people from our church, and we're going to have an extended prayer experience mm-hmm. as part of that. And that needs to be a time that we don't just pray for Danville and mm-hmm. for Second Church and for the churches of this community. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's Christians in Ukraine. There are mm-hmm. a lot of Christians mm-hmm. in Taiwan, you know. And uh, what is that going to mean and how is that going to play out? I watched one, one lady this morning on, on the news from
4: the Ukraine. Yeah. Who had gone and lit, uh, lit a prayer candle? Yeah, yeah. And and outside, she made the comment that her prayer was that that Russia—that's that, how she put it—that yeah. Russia would listen yeah. to God. Yes, mm. and. Yes. I just thought, man, what a What a, humble, what a great message. What a humble but
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. faithful prayer yeah. you know, that, mm-hmm. yeah. that
4: this lady offered. So, yeah.
1: Hey, Steph, today is Holocaust Remembrance right? Day. Mm-hmm. Happens every year on January 27. I did not know why until this morning. I learned that 77 years ago today, the Auschwitz mm-hmm. concentration camp was liberated. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, I was really moved when we were in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. several summers ago, mm-hmm. and I went to the Holocaust Museum very very... very sobering, and I think it's something we need to speak to. Now, Miles, you've had an experience most of us have not. Talk about that. Yeah, Uh, we were in Jerusalem,
4: and uh, we went and attended the the Holocaust Museum uh, there, and just absolutely humbling Mm. and and touching. Yeah. Um, You know, the the degree of suffering uh, that that
3: took place. Yeah, we, we,
1: yeah. We have no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Chris, you told me there's something in Terre Haute. Yeah, I did yeah. not know that.
3: Uh, candles, and I think that's an acrostic. Um, and I was just getting ready to look up her name, and I yeah. i have lost her name—but she was a survivor uh, of the the, the Holocaust. It had been in a concentration camp, uh, moved eventually to Terre Haute. Uh, okay. had a museum. We saw it as a kid in in uh, in school yeah. a few years back it was burned uh, oh. to the ground and then rebuilt oh wow uh, yeah wow. so wow.
1: <laughs> stephanie thoughts on holocaust remembrance day and, and as christians what 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 is our call in this arena do you think
2: well, the Bible tells us we're to love the country of Israel. We're to love yeah. the Jews and yeah. Jerusalem yeah. and pray yeah. for their peace. And so yeah. that they suffered so horribly. Yeah. But they've suffered horribly right. since yeah. their I mean, beginning. there was an attack and, two
1: weeks ago at a synagogue right, in, right. in, in right. Dallas area. And right. the most troubling part about right. that was our own FBI and others tried to come out and say, you know, it was a bad
3: attack, but it wasn't anti-Semitism. Mm. Well, you listen to the audio of the guy. It absolutely was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said, I want to kill Jews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't
5: that anti-Semitism?
1: Yeah.
3: And I would think that. And it actually links to a lot of what we're talking about. It's just this this polarization of yeah. what happens. We think, oh, the Holocaust could never happen. Right. Well, when you demonize a person or right. a group of people mm-hmm. and it becomes right. okay, mm-hmm. then anything's possible. Right. Hey, we're going to go to break in a couple minutes, but I got to give
1: a Wordle update. That was our right. word of the week <laughs> last week. And I am officially addicted to I'm Wordle. Um, Me too. Um, yep. Chris's <laughs> playing. Steph's playing. Miles, we got to get you hooked up. Come um, on, buddy. I just yeah. heard about it yeah. from yeah. Your, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, Steph, give me your wordle. You didn't know much about it last week. What's happened in the last week?
2: Well, I played every day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm probably average. I mean, okay. Today I was impressive. I mean, nobody ever tells me I'm impressive, so I love to play the game when I get... Impressive. That's wonderful. I mean, you know, I think it all depends on how you start. I agree. Your first word.
1: So yesterday I did not do my morning walk, and I tried to play it, you know, with the sleep booger still in my eyes, (laughs) and it took me all six times, and their response (laughs) to me was... <laughs> I got done, so I played this morning after the morning brisk yeah. walk. Three out of and got the, six. oh three S for you. Now I do think the word was was pretty easy. Yeah. I don't yes. want to give it away. I was going to say today's it. word was yes. Yeah, we don't want to do no, that. Don't do that. But it's a good time. And mm-hmm. Miles, this is a game that ninety people were playing back on November first worldwide, mm-hmm. and today over three hundred thousand people mm-hmm. are yeah. playing. I get three hundred thousand really and one. Off. Yeah. Come so, on. Yeah. So, Steph, do we have a word of the day? Word of the week for uh, for Direct Line? You know, up to this point, our words of the week have been. Then Pazelle, Endemic, and Wordle. What do you have for us?
2: Well, since you talked about eye burgers, I'm going to go with this one. <laughs> Meldrop. Okay. Have you ever heard of Meldrop? Mm. I don't think I have. Okay, so I love fun w- words that are fun to say, mm. and that's a fun one to say, Meldrop. And it's a drop of mucus coming from your nose. Okay. Wow. Uh, but right. can I tell you my other one that I wanted? Okay. say? Yes. I up. thought about this. Fartlick. Have okay. you heard a fart I look? have. I think you I know have, what it is? I, I don't know. Dr. Yeah. It's Jody. What? That's where
1: yeah. it's from. From the Jody Owens retreat.
2: It's a running. It's yes. a exercise. It's like going yeah. from jogging to yes. sprinting, and okay. it's the activity that you do in between. I'm like, what activity could you do between jogging and sprinting? I mean, is there anything?
1: Now, how did you come up with these words?
2: I, I looked them up.
1: <laughs> Interesting words to
2: say because oh, I like I like words, words that are fun to say. Well, so, well, let's mel, go with drop. mel drop, mel drop, is the drop. Official
1: yeah. word. Having of a week.
2: drop of mucus on I your like nose to go with your ibergers.
1: Good stuff. Wait, <laughs> we're gonna go to break. When we come back, I got a couple things as we wrap up show 100. You're listening to direct line we'll be right back.
5: Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt Bee today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers.
0: Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R O B C H I R dot
7: Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217-
2: Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Hear now from Executive Director Bethany Hager.
6: For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you Vermillion County for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217- four three one zero nine eight
1: seven you're listening to direct line on 1490 wdan well welcome back to direct line it's show 100 and we would not have done one show of direct line without our wonderful sponsors stephanie who are we thankful for
2: for Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley the team at Hans Tankwash and the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic and Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance and
1: even fans of Green Bay were very very mm. thankful for <laughs> That's his right. sponsor Direct Line yeah. well hey I want to take you back history segment mm-hmm. I just want to talk about one year it was mm-hmm. 1986 mm-hmm. Steph and I you and I were juniors, juniors in, in high, high school. school during this week Great. when two events happened mm-hmm. that I will never forget mm-hmm. and one brought a a lot of joy mm-hmm. and one brought a lot of sadness mm-hmm. on sunday january 26 mm-hmm. 1986 the chicago bears mm-hmm. beat the new england patriots 46, 46 to 10 in super bowl 20 and that's the most dominant yeah. football team i've mm-hmm. ever followed i yep. mean they were they just destroyed everybody they mm-hmm. lost one game that year on monday night football but this, these are the days of walter payton yes. and jim mcmahon mm-hmm. and the super bowl shuffle yes we ain't here starting no trouble <laughs> that's right right that's right uh, it was good times, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, at that point, uh, that was probably my greatest uh, sports memory mm-hmm. up to that point in time. I think the, Cubs, the Cubs' victory That's right. in 2016 probably surpassed that. Yeah. But it was so much fun hmm. to watch that team really just dominate. Yeah. I mean, pe- yeah. people were um, injured regularly trying <laughs> to play against the Bears' defense. Now, two days later, on mm. Tuesday, January 28, I was uh, home from school. My mom thought I was sick. Now, she ran a home daycare, so she was there. But I was watching Mm -hmm. The Price Is Right Mm -hmm. and procrastinating on that English term paper that I was supposed to be writing, Mm -hmm. and they broke in Mm -hmm. and shared news that the Space Shuttle Challenger Mm -hmm. had exploded just seventy-three seconds Mm -hmm. after takeoff. Mm -hmm. You guys remember that event? Any thoughts from that Mm -hmm. stuff? I'll start with you. What do you remember about that? I think I was in
2: English class and they brought in Mm -hmm. the TVs, and I think we were watching it, you know, as it took off, and you just had that Mm -hmm. euphoria. Oh, wow, that's amazing! And then what's going on here? What is that?
1: Miles,
4: what do you remember about that? Uh, I remember my wife uh, woke me up. I, w- I worked third shift mm-hmm. at the time, and she woke me up uh, to mm-hmm. to call me in for the, yeah. the news. Yeah, and just just you know, yeah, being uh,
1: just the shock. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So yep. Chris, you were a little younger
3: than yeah, Steph and I at that third point. Third grade, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you remember about that?
3: Um, I remember it's probably the first time I ever remember connecting to a president. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I remember uh, you know mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan shortly mm-hmm. thereafter addressing yeah. us, and mm-hmm. but uh, very traumatizing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. you know what I remember about that is I think that's the first time a teacher had been a part of a Mm -hmm. space shuttle crew. And they had like a national, I don't know if it was a contest or selection process. And Christina Mm McCullough was her name from the state of New Hampshire. And Mm -hmm. just beaming with Mm -hmm. joy Mm -hmm. and pride. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess the hardest part of it is the families Mm -hmm. of those were there. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were on site watching it Mm -hmm. happen and it's it's one of those days that you know w- will go down forever yeah. you know yeah. in, in american history you knew where you were yeah. when you heard the news that the space shuttle challenger took off mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so um just kind of bizarre mm-hmm. that two dates that brought such radically different emotions mm-hmm. happened the same week you know just a couple of days apart yeah. yep. so um ministry in 2022 chris how's life at catlin
3: how we doing i think these are good uh, yeah. things are good we uh had a really good leadership meeting the other day, just you know, mapping out where we've been, yeah, um, and that we've been able to navigate it with relative unity, yeah, and yeah, and hope, yeah. and and looking to to the next season. And yeah. so, yeah, I think optimism is, awesome. is kind of where we are. Awesome, Miles. Crossroads.
4: Oh, it's it's interesting because uh, on Saturday we had a leadership uh, gathering and study, and um, and we were just talking about you know how yeah. could we have negotiated things hmm. uh, any any different any better of course the truth is yes yeah but uh one of the elders that had stepped away for a season and has come back on uh shared with us on saturday that he felt as if in being on the kind of on the outside of it watching uh our choices our decisions Mm -hmm. that he was you know confident with where we had where we've come those are good words yeah. man they yep. they are yeah. and, and you know it's it's encouraging to yeah
1: Because they are very uncertain times. You always wonder, what are we doing? (laughs) Steph, one month from today is February 27th. That's our next hymnology, I believe. Is that right? That's correct. Say a word about hymnology if people aren't aware of what that is.
2: Sunday night um, on that evening, February Uh 27th, we'll just sing. I think we got 13 old hymns. You'll share the story of some of them. Some a cappella stuff this time. Um, Mandolin. Bryce is going to bring out his mandolin this time. But just some good old-fashioned, good music.
1: Now, is Bryce going to bring the big stand-up bass as well? I'll just yeah. remind him if he's getting his truck washed. Right. You know take what I mean? Be really careful along those lines. That's one right. other thing that I'll just say uh, shortly mm-hmm. we're working on getting church leaders together mm-hmm. on a regular basis for a gathering called You Lead. Mm-hmm. And I think our first one is going to be on Saturday, March 19th. So we're still mm-hmm. about a month and a half away, but it'll be a time for church leaders of mm-hmm. variety churches and future church mm-hmm. leaders to figure out. How do, how do we do this thing called leadership? How do we do mm-hmm. this thing called shepherd? Mm-hmm. And so if you're interested, reach out to me at Second Church. I'd love to tell you more about it, but I'm excited about this show of unity that it's I think is going to happen. not for oh, It's really not for pastors. I mean, yeah. pastors are yeah. welcome to come, but it's really for elders and deacons and future elders right. and deacons. And yeah. so, hey, last thing, good news segment, I need to shout out about my friend, Kenna Osborne. Mm-hmm. She does a great job leading our children's ministry. Mm-hmm. The parent-child dedication Sunday night mm-hmm. was just wonderful I think what well, we have like 70, 70 some people, that think, gathered yeah. together and uh, you don't realize how hard it is to do children's mm-hmm. ministry in this crazy mm-hmm. time that we're living mm-hmm. on and she does an absolute great mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. and that's all I have to say about that yeah mm-hmm. and so Miles and Chris thanks for joining us Absolutely. today for show oh, 100 right. Steph thank you for putting up with me oh,
8: yeah. for these
1: last two let's years do more. let's do it okay. so on behalf of Stephanie Spangler and my friends Miles Clark and Chris Lawler this is Greg Taylor saying have a great week thanks Thanks for listening to Direct Line.